When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, friends in an alternate future. Welcome to Mystery County Monster Hunters Club, where we use the games Monster of the Week and Liquid Soap to tell a story of daytime dramatics and medicated misfits in the real and actual 2006. I'm Tyler Samples, your keeper of monsters and mysteries, and today's executive producer. Let's meet our players. Hi, everybody. I'm Rashawn Aideen Scott, and my character is Shamanda Felt, the initiate. And I thought my favorite kind of soap was Bronner's, but it's definitely opera. Hi, I'm Jeff Murdoch, and I play the character Adam Miller, the weird scientist. And after watching all these soaps, I'm going to start using it in the bathroom. Hi, I'm Erin Rain. I play Crashly Grenadine the Monstrous. And my housekeeper, Jared, has introduced me to three things. Fun Dip, This Soap Opera, and the way appropriate parent-child relationships should operate. And now let's hear a quick word from this week's Mystery County sponsor, Jeff. Who's the business we're hearing from? Uh, this is Tommy's Box of Wires. <laughs> Tommy's Box of Wires. Let's hear it, gang. What's in the box you got there, friend? Well... I got a box full of stuff, and I think it's wires, but I don't know where to take it. There's a great place up the street. You must talk to my good friend, Tommy, of Tommy's Box of Wires. I've heard Hi. of Tommy. Oh, sorry, I stepped no, in your line. Go ahead. No, go. you go. No, keep going. We're rolling. Keep going. Uh, I heard of Tommy's Box of Wires. I heard of Tommy's Box of Wires. You take your box full of wires there, and they will trade you for something better. That's true. Hi. I'm Tommy from Tommy's Box of Wires. And when I was born eight months too early, I'm. (laughs) 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 Sorry. Sorry. Can we retake that? No. No, we only got so much film. Keep going. Okay. When I was born eight months too early, I had one dream in my um, small brain. And that was to have a store that will take any box of wires and give you a new box of wires yes maybe you need to update your old wires into new wires thank you tommy oh that's your line sorry (laughs) (laughs) thank you tommy i had a box of wires and i came out with a box of better wires for example my box of wires before was filled with frayed wires these wires are completely unfrayed and some of them are usb cables it's a bonus yes It's incredible. Look at this brand new genuine HDMI cord. Yes. It's 20 feet long. Sometimes they are even longer than that. Remember, we cannot promise that you will get the wires you want. We will just give you a new box of wires. I had a friend who got a box of wires from Tommy's box of wires, and in that was a snake, and it became his beloved pet. 
Get to the slogan. Get to the slogan. Oh, which? Oh, my slogan? Are you talking to me or her? Yeah, the Tommy the Wire slogan. Oh, yeah. Hey, everybody, remember when you need to juice up your stuff, take your box of wires to me, and then you will get a new box of wires that may have a snake. Call 555 Wires. I was born eight months too early. All right. So uh, Alan and Claire, uh, unfortunately, aren't able to join us. So we are doing something a little different. We're going to pick up where we left off, which is watching another episode of famed superior soap opera, What Goes Up. Crashly, you are visiting Adam and Shamanda in the hospital. An episode just ended on a big cliffhanger. And luckily for you all, they do a thing on this channel where they play back to backs and you have a second episode coming up. What are you all eating right now? Fun dip. Um, I'm eating a, a gray jello. A gray jello? Mm. Yeah. I mixed them all together. Oh god. <laughs> uh, wow. And Shamanda's got um an early release of Gogurts. Mm. Mm. Whoa. I'll trade you some gray jello for your Gogurt. Sure. Do that's it. a fair trade. Great. Shamanda, you have some gray jello. <laughs> it, the consistency of yogurt and jello in my mouth, I don't like it as much as I thought I would. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm, this Gogurt's empty. Oh, you guys look at it. Everything's about to start. Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. Oh my gosh, everyone, shut up. Okay, you shut up. You down the hall, shut up. Sorry. Aww. Oh, it's Aww. little kids, I forgot. You know who that kid reminds me of? <laughs> no, don't even say it. <laughs> if you say it three times, he'll appear. <laughs> okay, I won't say Sick Bradley. I will not say Sick <gasps> Don't say Sick Bradley. I won't say Sick Bradley. Oh! Previously on What Goes Up. We are going to get our spot on the moon and my name is in Sugar Beans Buns. Of course I've got waffle irons in the fire. I'm Sweet Daddy Magnolia Escalade. Hi, I'm here to pick up my dry cleaning. Kevinston Brattleford. Right. So, very quickly out of game, will you guys remind me where we left things off? Um, I'm flying so hard by the seat of my pants on this. Uh, yeah, I'm not keeping any notes. It. I had just been in the car with yeah. that's right. Kevin Daryl Candle had Darryl sent a hurt. message to Otis Flotus. Yes. <laughs> okay. Great. <laughs> I hate that blueberry fire. <laughs> Don't Daryl Candle sent Otis Flotus. It's <laughs> the craziest thing I ever heard. <laughs> oh, jeez, Louise. Uh, we'll open with a sugar bean. A uh, sugar bean. You are coming out of the shower mm-hmm. in your apartment condo. Where, where does Sugar Bean live? I live in an apartment. Okay, great. Is it a penthouse? Is it high it's rise? It's a penthouse. Oh yeah. No, it's a bit of a penthouse. So it's a it's a high rise for you know this part of town. So it's seven stories tall, and I'm in the seventh story. Wow, mm-hmm. in beautiful yeah. downtown Marquette. Gorgeous. Looking out Marquette. onto uh, Lake Superior. That's right. And you you come out in a towel, very skimpy. Mm-hmm. And and you pull it up uh, as high as it'll go in shock because there is a, a shadow, someone standing in the shadows of I your pull, living room. I pull it up as high as I can go, which means that my like whole, <laughs> 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 I 
I pull it up high, but it was too short. So now you can see my underpants. Okay. Okay. Great. I was wearing underpants, but you were wearing underpants. Oh, yeah. 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 And uh, Adam, Adam gulps <laughs> while you guys are all watching. <laughs> uh, what? Ew, Adam. Ew. I'm not. I'm not. Uh, no. I don't know. What? Casually, your front is bunching too. Oh, <laughs> bunches of <Ew>. goats. <laughs> Sugar bean, you, uh, yeah, you see someone standing there. What do you do, Sugar bean? <gasps> Who's there? I'm shower blind. <laughs> <laughs> the light turns on and you see uh, leaned up against the fi- your gorgeous living room fireplace on the seventh floor uh, penthouse is Jeremy Parker, Peter Parker's <gasps> older brother. He has thick square glasses, kind of a classic pocket protector. He looks like a NASA engineer, uh, just a sharp buzz cut. And he's like, hello, sugar bean. Oh, Jeremy. And I go over and put my hand on his shoulder. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, you know, I let the towel go where it was before. So it's like actually just covering up my underwear now. Um, mm-hmm. And I say, listen, things aren't going so hot. Okay. I couldn't get him out of the, I couldn't get him out of the lighthouse today. So I need to figure out how to get you in there, you know, to finish, you know, digging the silo to the moon. <laughs> yes, I understand, Sugar Bean. You don't need to tell me the whole plot. Obviously, we're going to be building a rocket underneath the lighthouse and then using it as a large-scale rocket to send it to the moon in order to claim land rights that are being given by NASA. <gasps> Is that real? Can that happen? Adam, it's a soap opera. Obviously, it's based on true life. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. This is how I learned to be a person, and that's totally fine. Anyway, let's start watching. <laughs> you guys, shush. Sorry. Wait, you weren't watching? You're starting now? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, because for Crashly, this is also you're kind of trying to keep your mind off the fact that CEJ is still in Constantinople. Oh, he's going to be so mad at me. So you're just sending text after text after text. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually not watching that well. I'm texting a lot Yeah, during this. And so I didn't even... And it's so loud because you're using T9. So it's like, click, 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 <laughs> click, click. Yeah, click. it's loud. And I didn't even know Adam was talking about like the whole rocket ship thing. I thought he was just talking about like, do grownups like you know, see each other in towels, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Back into the the soap. Uh, yeah. Jeremy is like, Sugar Bean, I don't know if we'll be able to do it if you don't get Brattleford under control. I know. Kevin, Kevinson, he's, he's tough. He's a tough cookie. He's smart. And he's not really interested in my feminine wiles. So I got to get him under control another way. What is he, insane? <laughs> you and i touch his shoulder again and he uh like nuzzles against your forearm his head and he's like when are you gonna let me take you away from all of this why don't we just leave tonight sugar bean we leave the rocket i don't need the moon if i have you uh you sound crazy right now (laughs) but i am crazy sugar bean about you oh you (laughs) if you think i haven't heard that every day of my life (laughs) you silly billy in any case i need the moon and that's what I need from you in order to let you, you know, take me away. And uh, Sugar Bean, mm-hmm. I think you're pushing back against Jeremy Parker. Yeah, that sounds right. So go ahead and roll with motive. What is your motive here? Yeah. Uh, is it you're you're resisting him out of love, need, spite, panic, or drama? I think it's need. Okay. Uh, why oh, do you God. need to resist him? 
Oh, oh, well. Because you're really in love with Sweet Daddy. <laughs> Actually, I'm going to call it. Ah, uh, shit. I was going to say, or, like, or, I are need. Are you saying, like, you're resisting him because you're just trying to keep him on the hook? Is yeah, that what I'm you trying mean? to keep him on the hook. I exactly. see, I see. Yeah, that makes total sense. Okay, roll plus need. I got a seven. Okay. You will have to raise the stakes to back it up. So you're going to have to do harm either to him or yourself. Okay. Um, I'm going to slap him. <laughs> oh, you great. bastard. Don't treat me that way. So he takes the harm and I think he's like, what is it that my brother has that I don't? Sugar bean, what is it? What is it that your brother has that you don't? Well, for one thing, uh, he was first. And I think it's kind of gross to make it with two brothers. What if there was only one? I already made it with him, so what that would still be gross. I think, damn you, Peter. And I don't like to be with murderers. If I can help it, I prefer to just be with, like, normal guys. Fine. Well, we'll see if things change once I'm the second largest owner of the moon, huh? <gasps> we will see. Maybe on the moon things look different. Maybe on the moon I can be a little bit more authentic and real. Great, yeah. I, I think uh, with that, Peter uh, looks at you longingly as the camera looks over his shoulder at your face, which is has a scheming beam, <laughs> beaming smile on it. Mm -hmm. And uh, we will cut over Kevinston, where last we saw you, you and Sweet Daddy were hatching a scheme in which you were going to create a false town to take Frontella Scope. That's the truth. In order to convince her that everybody was missing and she was the last person alive to try to drive her insane so that she no longer is blackmailing Sweet Daddy Magnolia Escalade mm. in exchange for Sweet Daddy giving you the location or not necessarily the location, but Sweet Daddy setting up uh, an, a, a meeting point where you would have quiet, uh, private access to Otis Flotus. Mm, yeah. And Otis Flotus, to cover for those at home, threatened your second cousin, Notepad Thompson. Yeah. <laughs> And I don't take kindly to people threatening my kids. Well, actually, I just realized, I don't know if he threatened them. I know you threatened Otis Flotus <laughs> to stay away from Notepad Thompson. Yeah. Why, what did Otis Flotus want from Notepad Thompson? Mm, Otis Flotus threatened Notepad Thompson to stay away from him. <laughs> <laughs> to stay away from Otis Flotus? Yeah. Oh, so wait, is Notepad Thompson just kind of stalking Otis Flotus? <laughs> Was stalking <laughs> So, so you're like, hey, stop threatening your stalker. Yeah. Otis <laughs> Listen, he's just a fan of blueberries. <laughs> I, I, you know, I get it. Great, yeah. So you, uh, Otis Flotus, continues to threaten your family. Yeah, it seems like I would guess maybe that he's gonna go to like the authorities. Yeah, on Notepad and get Notepad locked up or something such like that. Absolutely, and we don't like being locked up in my family. The only locks we like are the ones on houses. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and the ones in Scotland. Yeah, and the ones in uh, uh, canals. Yeah, oh, that's another one. Those are good locks. Uh, great, so Kevinston, then you, you need to get this false town built. Absolutely, and I know the only carpenter in town that can help me. Oh, who is? I would guess, uh, to go with, with things that have already been established, Maybe not the only carpenter, but the best engineer in town. Best engineer. Is yeah. your friend Peter Parker's brother, Jeremy Parker. Yeah, and I know where Jeremy Parker is right now. Uh, where is he? Probably at his house. <laughs> Great. You go to Jeremy Parker's house. 
Is right. this daytime or nighttime? This is right in the middle. Dusk. <laughs> Great. Uh, you show up. Uh, it's golden hour. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. I take a picture on my phone. <laughs> Great. I send it to my friend, Sweet Daddy. Oh, Sweet Daddy. You get a t- text. It's just a picture of a of like a house in, in nice dusk lighting. Mm-hmm. Sunsets under the day turns into the night. <laughs> Sweet Daddy is getting like a deep tissue massage and is looking down at their phone yeah. um, through the face hole. I love it. Great. Yeah. So you do that. And then, yeah, you go knock on Jeremy Parker's door. Knock, knock, knock. And Jeremy Parker answers, Kevinston? Parker. What are you doing here? I'm here looking for an engineer. Do you know one? Well, you found one. <laughs> Perfect. I need you to engineer me a special project. Interesting. At the lighthouse? What's that? At the lighthouse? You wanted, you wanted to do something at the lighthouse? Absolutely not. Oh, huh. My, you know the lighthouse is on the historic board of historic buildings, the registry of historic buildings, I mean. Right, of course, we can't touch the lighthouse. Yeah, of course, not during the day, at least. That's a weird loophole they made. <laughs> but that's probably before they had lights. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I meant we can't change the lighthouse. Are you saying we literally can't touch the lighthouse during the day? During the day, you could touch it if you're just like going to, like, you know, touch it. But you oh. can't build on it. During the day. During the day, but at night, fair game. Oh. <laughs> you, know, you know that, don't you? crucial time for it to not be fucked with. And I think, uh, yeah, I think, well, what we, we know then is that uh, you've just given information Important information to Jeremy Parker. Uh, you see a gleam in his eye that you can't quite make oh. out, but now he knows that he can work on, or he can do uh, ma- like ch- changes to the lighthouse at night. Yeah, and nobody legally can stop him. Yeah, oh, but only at night. But only at night. And Jeremy's like, interesting. Yeah. What can I, I do th- for you, Kevinston? I I need you to help me build a town. <laughs> All right. How big? How many people? No people. Interesting. No, it's very, very interesting. Uh, what's in it for me? What's in it for you? Yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> what, yes. What What is in it for me? Uh, I'll tell you what's in it for you. I don't leak some information I got on this name of lists I have. Oh, okay. What do you know about Jeremy Parker? I know Jeremy Parker. Wasn't always Jeremy Parker. <laughs> Who was Jeremy Parker before? <laughs> Jeremy Parker used to be Alan. <laughs> <laughs> are, are you saying Alan Linick? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, let's see. Can I do this? Um I can only do an impression of Alan as Derek. Yeah. Because um, it's kind of like, uh, yeah, doing an impression. Man, oh, shoot. Wow. What a what an, uh, an opportunity. And I don't want to mess it up. I'm trying to think of my Alan impression. Okay. I got a case of the giggles, y'all. Um, yeah. Alan, I guess, is, Alan is sort of like this, I guess. I don't yeah. know. Is this yeah. an Alan impression? That's pretty good. And it's a little bit hot. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Alan is like, no, wait, you can't, you can't tell anybody about that. Yes, yes I, can. I am Alan Linick and I'm trying to keep it a low profile. Well, let's just say your profile is now 
all over. <laughs> I don't like this side of you, Kevinston. Let's just yeah. say if you reveal me, you're going to find some real trouble. Oh, yeah? While you trouble for breakfast, pour in a bowl with some soy milk. Oh. Soy? Yeah. Are you Can vegan? I? No, I'm not vegan. I eat meat. I eat eggs. I just, I'm intolerant. <laughs> ah. Well, it looks like I know something more about you that I can use to my advantage. Oh, yeah? What are you going to do? Make me eat some ice cream over at Sweet Daddy's? <laughs> not likely. We'll see. Everybody eats at Sweet Daddy's sooner or later. Linick, build me a town. Or I'm going to reveal that your brother is not Peter Parker. <laughs> Who's my brother? Oh, you're just saying I'm not that he's not related to Peter Parker. Yeah. Yes, I think. Can <laughs> I establish that this is part of a long, <laughs> a longer arc where they've that Peter Parker believes his brother that Jeremy Parker is his lost older brother. Yeah. Uh, but is actually. This is sort of a Brady Bunch 2 situation. Yeah. <laughs> where it's just wow. Alan Linick <laughs> pretending to be his long lost older brother. Mm -hmm. I love it. Uh, yeah, the writers this season are just Gorgeous. going bonkers left yeah. and right. <laughs> so I think this is going to be a pushback situation as well for you, yeah. Jeff. I love it. Um, where you're trying to, to kind of push them down. I think Kevinston. This seems based in need. Yeah, kind of. Oh, fuck. Because you need something from him. And that's why you're you're trying to hit him hard. So go ahead and roll plus need. Okay. It was a nine. Okay. Uh, you'll have to raise the stakes to back up your words. So you need to do harm to Jeremy, quote unquote, Jeremy Parker or yourself. Yeah. Um, and just so you know that I'm being serious about this. Mm-hmm. I take, uh, uh, I punch his like a uh, light, like uh, next to his door, you know, like, <laughs> like, uh, right by the entranceway. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like the outdoor light lamp. Yeah. You just shatter it and he flinches. You know, that's against code. My HOA is going to go crazy. Mm -hmm. Have you no decency, Kevinston? I have decency, but hard times call for hard measures and I'm real hard. <laughs> he uh, leans over and he's like, well, let me say this into your one remaining ear. You bastard. You right ear. Let me say it's good and loud so you hear it. I'll do what you said, but you just crossed a line. Hmm. Hey, just so you know, may, I may not have an ear on my left side, but I can still hear. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I didn't realize. That's all right. A lot of people make assumptions. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll cut over to uh, Sweet Daddy. Uh, what are you up to? You've you've engineered this plot. Um, I think Sweet Daddy is in the bar of that hotel that they had recommended for. Um, oh Gwen yeah, the sweet something. Did sweet I call mill? it sugar? I think I sugar called it mill. the sugar mill. Sugar mill. Yeah, the sugar mill hotel in downtown. Mm -hmm. Great. Gwen is there. Um, she's dressed. To the to the nines in a slinky dress, um, and she's sitting at the bar and she's looking around, nervous and confused, clearly waiting for somebody who hasn't shown up. Mm, and I'm watching. I, I I'm there, but I'm watching from like my own private table, absolutely, the back. like a little booth in the back. And um, I flag down one of uh, the waiters, and um, I ask them, 
How long has that woman been waiting there at the bar? Oh, uh, sir, it's sad. She's been there for an hour and a half. An hour and a half. Ugh, that's terrible. Um, send her a, a boozy root beer float for me. Absolutely, sir. How is your meal? Oh, it's delicious. The chicken tenders are divine. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. I'll be back around with another flagon of barbecue sauce for you. Thank you very much. And don't forget the ranch. I do like the ranch. Absolutely, sir. Uh, goes uh, pretty soon. Yeah, the root beer gets delivered to her and you see the waiter point over towards your booth. Do you give kind of a classic like tip of the drink? Um, I take my hat off and I, I wave her over to me. Oh, she blushes and Gwen walks over and is like, thanks for the root beer float. It takes the edge off. <laughs> Pretty thing like you shouldn't be left alone at a bar. Tell that to my boyfriend. <laughs> Why have a boyfriend when you could have a husband? Oh, is, is she's, she's starting to blush and she's like, I didn't expect this from you, Mr. Escalade. Well, I, I'm full of all kinds of surprises these days. It's just, it pains me to see people not treat each other right. Seeing a beautiful woman like yourself being treated so poorly. But Mr. Escalade, my, my boyfriend is your employee. I have a lot of employees, Gwen. What is your last name? <laughs> and she's, well, actually, here, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do, I'm going to go classic style on this. Just look around the room. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'll just do that. Yeah. Socks. <laughs> Gwen Socks. Gwendolyn Socks. <laughs> what a beautiful name. Said, uh, do you, how, what's your family like? Oh, uh, they're warm and close-knit. Hmm. That is beautiful. I could use a bit more familial love in my family. You wouldn't think it for an ice cream baron, but they're pretty cold. That's good. Spud out, sir. Oh, sorry. Um. I like the way you speak to folk. Yes, uh, you, sir, at the other table. What, who are you here with? Hmm? Uh, no, no one. I'm clearly by myself. This is the anniversary of my wife's passing. <laughs> um. Well, it sounds like she was lucky. God. Oh, Gwendolyn. Sock it to him. I love it. Oh. I, did I misread? I thought we were no, being no, mean no, to this you guy. Were good. You're a disgusting piece of crap. And I, I know, waiters, <laughs> lift this boy away. And everybody comes around and there are like four people who lift what? the table up with you at it and just move you across to the other side of the room. Oh my gosh. Please, don't send me back to Rhinelander, where I'm from. <laughs> Boom. Boom. You get tossed out. <laughs> Dwayne's like, I've never been around somebody so strong before. Well, I'm powerful in more ways than one, Miss Socks. Mm. Now, there's a, there's a band playing in the other room. Would you, would you care to take a twirl? I'd be honored. Uh, I... Uh, I stand up from the table, I remove, uh, pull her chair back, put my hand out to her, and I escort her to the dance floor. Excellent. Here's the issue. Uh, as you are doing that, you don't see, but who has just walked in is Sugar Bean Buns. Sugar Bean, you see Sweet Daddy walking to the dance floor with Peter's girlfriend, Gwen, in a clearly semi-intimate or at least leading that way, sort of embrace. How do you feel about that, Sugar Bean? 
Well, part of me is like, oh, this girl is itching for a nemesis and she wants it to be me. Huh. Let's see how she really likes it. And then the other half of me is like, I thought Big Daddy really liked me for me. Um, so I'm a little in both of those things. Okay, great. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to go over there and ask to cut in. Great. Sweet Daddy, you are on the floor. You, you all are starting. Is this a fast song or a slow song? Um, it's a fast song, so it's kind of hard to, <laughs> to jump in. <laughs> it's the cha-cha slide. Yeah, you you go ahead and start doing the cha-cha slide. And then Sugar Bean just kind of cuts in between the two of you and uh, is uh, it sidles up next to you. It's a left right now. Stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Sugar Bean, now be nice to Miss Socks. She's my guest this evening. I'm always nice to Miss Socks. I was just wondering where her boyfriend is and if you were aware of that relationship. Oh, I'm very aware of all kinds of relationships, Miss Buns. And then uh, I'm doing the Charlie Brown. (laughs) 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 Hopping back and forth. (laughs) Absolutely. Uh, Oh, well, I guess if everyone's aware and everyone's an adult, I'll just, um, you know, I'm supposed to see Peter later. Uh for nothing other than Bible study. And um, I'll just tell him I saw you both here. Sound good? How does that sound to you, Gwen? Do you care what this Peter boy does with his time? Obviously not spending it with you. And I I think what I'm going to say on this is, let's see, I think one of you is pushing back against the other. Because I figure that Miss Buns would like that I'm keeping Gwen away from Peter. Yeah. That makes that sense. works out for you, and I don't have to reveal your secret to Gwen if yeah. I get Gwen. I'm realizing I think this is probably a spill your guts, but it's it's pouring mm. your bile out to them. So mm. I think this is Sugar Bean doing that towards Gwen. Yeah, that makes sense. So Sugar Bean, what's your motive for this? Uh, um, is it love, need, spite, panic, or drama? Spite. Spite. Great. So mm. roll plus spite to. Spill your guts, which is essentially sort of like yeah, I got a five. Get your I'm emotion not. out. Okay, no. great. On, ooh, on a five. Yeah. Uh, can I? I'll use my backstory to let you roll that again. Oh, oh nice. Hey. Okay, so sweet daddy is uh, what sweet daddy? You can see <laughs> that um, sugar bean is trying to like hurt Gwen, and it's just not working. Uh, what are you doing to further create that divide and and give sugar bean another opening? Um, I go up to the the DJ, slip them a thousand dollar bill, <laughs> and the boy is mine starts playing. Oh wow! Okay, great. And then, so the boy is mine starts playing. Sugar bean, uh, you just get to hear re-roll. harps. I got a four. Oh <laughs> wow! It's worse. Uh, Sugar bean, I'm so sorry. Well, you you get boredom from this because you oh, no. you did a redo and you got the same result. The producer's like, we don't have the rights to that song, Jesus. Yeah, we don't. Sorry. <laughs> uh, and so the the DJ just announces a break. It just goes quiet, and Gwen's like, "Wow, Sugar bean, looks like you ruined another party." Come on, sweet daddy. Let's go grab some dinner and pulls uh, sweet daddy away. So sugar bean, you are going to take one boredom. And I think in this also, you're going to take some social harm where other people there present at this very swanky hotel Mm -hmm. see this sort of interaction and you hear some titters of like, oh, oh, did you see? Wow. Sugar bean really is. (laughs) Miss Buns really got 
Band. Oh, 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 looks like those buns are burnt. <laughs> I'm going to do one of those like soap opera sort of like mini soliloquies and just say, damn you, damn you all. I'll see you at the moon if you're lucky and run out. Great. And let's see here. Uh, let's cut over to Kevinston. Um, you are building the or you have the the town built so you're uh going to collect frontella frontella scope where is she at uh she's at the uh at the water fountain in the middle of town great and uh the, not the like where you drink from but uh where, yeah yeah the beautiful yeah. fountain the water Absolutely. feature yeah the yes. water feature is she waiting for you or is she there for some other reason She's there for some other reason. Okay, great. Do you know what it is? Yeah, of course I do. I have a name of lists. I mean, a list of names. <laughs> <laughs> okay, great. Uh, who is she there to meet? She's there to meet... Uh, let me see. I'm looking at the list. Uh, she's there to meet people that have been established before. Um, Amelia Howard. Amazing. Oh, my gosh. That's what oh, that wow. list is. Oh. <laughs> I've been like, oh, there's so many names I don't remember. <laughs> uh, I got to re-listen to that yeah. episode. I, I oh, do yes. believe that Gwenifer did have a name too. Gwenifer Start was yeah. Sweet Daddy's assistant. Yes, uh, yeah. that was what I was trying to remember. That that is, thank you, um, Gwenifer Start Knee Socks. Well, no. Oh, <laughs> sorry. Oh shit! I didn't that even think. Me by surprise I don't. Too. No, I don't think that's the same Gwen. Oh, it's a different I Gwen. It was. A lot of Gwen in this town. But yeah. her, so many socks. Knee socks is like hurt. That is know. very funny. That's great. Gwen, for start knee socks is wow. Um, okay, so uh, I'm sorry, Jeff. Who did you say? Amelia Howard. Yes, 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 yes. Okay, oh, well, this yes. actually makes sense. So she's there, and you see Amelia Howard, who is the Lactose Intolerance Council president, <laughs> meeting with, I mean, pretty audaciously in public, meeting with the accountant to Sweet Daddy Magnolia Escalade's ice cream company, Frontella Scope. And uh, they're, they're talking, and you do you just come up in between them, or... Yeah, I'm like, huh, so bizarre to see you both here. <gasps> um, it's not, oh, we were just having a conversation. Miss Howard is a, a friend of the community. Don't got to tell me twice. I'm new to town. I don't know anyone. <laughs> Fair enough. What can I do for you, Kevinston? I think you can take a quick little walk, Amelia. Yeah, I'm going to say, Amelia is like, you're one of our biggest donors, Kevinston, of course. And- Oh, yes. He's lactose intolerant. Because he's lactose intolerant, yeah. <laughs> Stands up. She uh, pats you on the arm, and she's like, if you need anything, you know where to call. Absolutely. And if you need lactate, let me know. Actually, I, I could. We we did have a, I had a latte yeah. with Frontella. Yes. Did, yeah. Could I get some lactate? Absolutely. And I slip her a packet of lactate with the uh, serial number scratched off. <laughs> she very discreetly palms it and puts it in her purse. Yeah. You're always good for illicit delivery, Kevin. Yeah. And if anybody asks, that fell off a truck. She winks, pats you on the shoulder, and uh, walks off. Frontella is there and is like, I have to admit, I'm a little surprised to be speaking with you, Kevinston. Why's that? I just thought you were keeping your distance from Mr. Escalade and his dealings. Oh, I am, but sometimes... You got to meet with people of the community. 
What would you like? I want to show you a little town. Why? <laughs> you know, because uh, I'm new to town and I want to I wanna see some stuff with you. Are you asking me on a date? Am I blushing? <laughs> oh. I want to show you some stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's so good. Goop. Yeah, and and I guess what what is uh what is the angle you're trying to? I mean, obviously you're trying to get something from her. Yeah, I'm I trying to get her to that town, right? Yeah, and so I feel like, well, yeah. How are you trying to get her to go? Are are you uh like are you trying to convince to just be like, oh, I just want somebody to show me around, or yeah, my my goal is to have her show me around town all day until you know like she gets tired, and then I'll be <laughs> oh, I'll drive you home. And then I drive her to her house in the empty town. Okay. Um, I would say go ahead and roll, I think, plus need then, because you're just sort of being like, oh, I, I could use some help yeah. going oh, around. Wait, and could could I should... roll panic? Uh, what's your panic? <laughs> I, I'm so, this town scares me. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I mean, you'll have to sell this. So Yeah. Oh, boy. I'm just so confused by all these signs. I come from a smaller town, you know, not, not as big as Marquette. I'm just a little bumpkin in town. Great. So I think this is then definitely keeping a secret. So, yes, you can keep a secret plus panic. Yeah. Okay. I rolled a seven. Um, Great. I want, is that passing? It is passing. I would use a backstory to make sure that this happens real good. Okay. Well, it's going to happen either way. So, you, okay. so, so smart move. You can try to do it further, but also you will get to help uh, pick this, uh, Rashan. So this might be just equally fun, mm-hmm. which is Aaron and Rashan. You get to decide which of the following. So Kevinston is lying and saying he's scared of being in this big town and needs help from Frontella to be shown around uh, to hide what his real intentions are. However, he either leaves evidence of his duplicity traps himself in this situation or raises false suspicions which is it i mean traps himself is kind of funny to me yeah i feel like he's gonna get trapped in the town (laughs) yeah or like she wants the date yeah okay that's great Mm. yeah so so she thinks that you are hitting on her and seems receptive to it so uh aaron and rashawn what will it take for Kevinston to get out of this situation. Mm. Uh, essentially, what will it take for him to actually get her out of town and into this fake town? Probably laying out the date, like what exactly it will entail. Oh. Like actually going through with the date, basically. Yeah, or like pro- making promises about it. Yeah, I think get, I pay to get me excited about a date. Mm-hmm. It's the who, what, when, where, how long. Like plan the day, gentlemen. Great. Let, let me make yeah, no decisions exactly. at all. Okay. Where we're having breakfast, lunch, dinner, a walk, an event. The way I'm going to translate this then is that, Kevinston, you have to actually go through with the full date, a full day of date before you can get her to where you want her to be. Does that okay. make sense? That makes sense, yeah. Which is going to be hard because it's been so long since I've been on a date. Yeah. Uh, who? What happened at the end of your last date? My wife died. <laughs> oh. Oh, God. Oh, shit. Oh, my God. Yeah, so I, I'm going to go ahead and say with that then, yeah, so you go out and Kevinston, uh, you start showing, or, or really you start being shown around Marquette by uh, Frontella, and I think unfortunately for you, you have a great time. Oh my gosh, am I catching feels? 
I think so. Like she, she's, you two are, this is kind of a, a scene like the, the show decided to shoot a few outside the studio shots to really mm-hmm. establish being a Marquette. It's so the film quality is different. Yeah. I think the re- the moment I realized that I'm in love with her is right in front of the, the lighthouse. Oh, ro- mm-hmm. what's going on? I'm just like, she sort of touches my hand and I'm like, huh. Nobody's touched my hand since. Uh, since what? Uh, I haven't been fully honest with you when I said in the first couple minutes of our date that I've never been married. Yeah, you did. You you said that prominently and yeah, without I, any provocation. I didn't ask. I know. I know. But it's a lie. I, I have been married twice. Same woman. Oh, it sounds tumultuous. It was. And unfortunately, she's no longer with us. She fell. From a long, from a, a far height, and she um, passed away. Go ahead and roll. Uh, this is spill your guts for sure. Kevinston, is this out of, I think this is out of love. Yeah, I rolled an 11. Oh, shit. Okay, great. You get to choose two. They react how you want, they react when you want, or they involve who you want. I want them to react now, and I want them to come up into the lighthouse with me. Okay, so great. She's like, oh, wow, you're being so sensitive with me. Yeah. Sorry. I, sometimes when you cut yourself off, when you turn yourself back on, the emotions come quicker than you think. And she, she looks at you and leans forward and forgive me. She's like, that's not the only thing that's going to come quicker than you think, Mr. Brattleford. <gasps> oh, my gosh. I love a girl that gets a good pun. <laughs> that's your lighthouse, right? Yeah, it's not the only thing that's long and got a little light at the top. <laughs> what? Oh, um, what's going on in this episode? What is he talking about? Shut up! I, like a flash, Adam? Do you or, get it? Yeah. Please what is, shut up! What you tell? Tell us. We better get some more uh, Jello. <laughs> Crashly, Rasha, I mean, Crashly, Shamanda, could you go get some Jello? I think if we leave, it'll get worse. You yeah, should. at a commercial, I'll go. Oh. I hope I can make it. Oh my God, God, you're a box of wires, man. <laughs> <laughs> the two of you walk up to the lighthouse. Uh, the uh, camera kind of zooms in but then the door like shuts yeah and uh, uh frontella gives like a coy look and uh it pushes behind we hard cut to later it's in the night she's lying in your bed sheet draped over her tastefully uh, she's asleep and you're standing there you know what you had what you agreed to do what are you doing <sighs> I'm going over to the uh, sheet that Peter Parker's under. <laughs> He's still there. <laughs> Great. Hey, Peter. Hey, it's been, how long has it been that I've been here? It's been a couple couple hours, maybe a day. I don't know. <laughs> oh. Uh, I need you to do something for me. Okay. Anything. You're my I friend. You, yeah. I would never lie to you. I would never lie to you either. I need you to help me to find Otis Flotus. Your enemy? Yeah. The one who threatened you and your family? Yeah, for threatening him and his family. (laughs) What do you want? What are you going to do to him? I'm going to forgive him. 
And um, I think this is, you are hatching a scheme in this moment. Mm -hmm. So what is the the need here or the uh, reason for it? Is this out of love, need, spite, panic, or drama? Um, I kind of feel like it's love. Oh, okay, great. Mm. I mean, the, the love for, uh, what's her name? Flotus. Go. Okay, or, great. Not Flotus, but uh, what's the lady's name? Uh, yeah, uh, Fro- Fro- Frontella? Frontella. 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 Mm. Uh, great. Yeah, so world plus love. It's seven, um, but can I use a backstory with Peter Parker? You can. Yeah, yeah. re-roll. Okay, I'm gonna re- do I re-roll both or just one. Yeah, you just do a full re-roll. Oh, okay. This could be bad. At <laughs> mm-hmm. seven again, so you know, good enough. <laughs> Oof. So you did repeat yourself. You forced Uh-oh. a reshoot, and it oh, got no. the same the same Ooh. result. Can I do another reshoot? <laughs> no, that never happens. No, I don't think you can. You gain boredom with with this. <gasps> so you say like, I'm gonna forgive him, and the actor playing Kevinson doesn't quite land the line. Or the look, it's just fucking boring, and the camera just cuts away. Uh, I'm gonna forgive him. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know uh, what it cuts away to? And what? The 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 sugar church. Ooh. Okay. Great. Is this where uh, Sweet Daddy is? Yeah, Sweet Daddy is in the in the like the grooms, uh, <laughs> like sweet, putting yeah. on a tie, just getting uh, just getting uh, ready to walk down the aisle. And uh, Curdle is there, and she kind of pushes up in her wheelchair and is like, you're going to go through with it, right, sweet daddy? I found the woman for me, Miss Gwen Neesox. <laughs> now that's a good woman. She's incredible. All right, and she, she looks fertile, too. Looks like I'm going <laughs> to get all the kind of great-grandbabies I want. Okay, but first, just don't look at my wife like that, Grandmama. <laughs> That's kind of that's kind of weird, Grandmama. You mind your business and I'll mind mine. <laughs> I'll take you to court again, old bag. I'd like to see you try. I'll do it again. I'll take you for everything that you're worth. I'll take you over my knee and give you the full force of the real law. Um, no disrespect to anyone in the wheelchair, but I'm gonna push her away from. You. Yeah, yeah. Uh, th- this is like you push her because you re- you see her as no different than a normal person, right? You yes. just push her on the shoulders. And she, I think this is obviously a pushback. I mean, literally. Mm -hmm. So uh, is this from, I think this, I'm going to say this is panic because, or spite. It's up to you. Mm, Maybe panic because I think she might beat me in court again because she did when I was 10. So why not? Okay. Um, Nine. On a nine, um, you'll have to raise the stakes to back up your words, so you need to do harm to her or to yourself, either physical, financial, or social harm. I already had a baby. (gasps) Where is it? You'll never find her. No, you can't do that to me. You don't get to be her (gasps) G-ball. And she looks looks heartbroken to the point she starts uh, having spasms. Oh, and she's like, no, ah, 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 oh, and is clutching at her chest and and is like, my medicine, help, uh, my heart, my heart. And uh, people, guests hear the noise, they rush in and they're like, Curdle, Curdle's, I think she's having a heart attack. Somebody call the doctors. Gwen comes in and is like, sweet daddy, 
What's going on? Oh, no. My, my darling, she's failing us. She's dying before our very eyes. Not on a day like today. But we don't have much time left. We have to get married. Well, let's do it right now before she passes. Preacher man, do your thing. And the, the preacher comes in. This is highly unusual, but love is love. And starts to do it. Sugar bean, you're... Well, what are you up to, Sugar Bean? Well, I think I was um, heading back towards the... Well, I, I had puffed out. And so I was heading back towards the lighthouse to just start digging myself. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, that's... that's so you're outside the lighthouse while um, Kevinston is inside it with front telescope. Is that correct? Yeah, and I noticed that they're in there, so I'm just peering in. You're just staring in? I'm just peeping in, peering. Okay, peering in. Yeah. Great. Then I think you see inside, if you're peering in, you see Peter is in there. Yeah. Ugh. I'm going to storm in. Oh, great. Yeah. Yeah. Kevin, Sin, as you were talking about your previous wife and uh, the harms that befell her, uh, the door to the lighthouse bursts open and in storms sugar bean buns. Heck is going on here? Where are my extra bricks? Ugh. I didn't get them. I know, I can tell. You didn't go to any mystery. Looking at the camera, <laughs> you didn't go to any mystery today. No, I did not. You went somewhere, though. I can smell it on your dirty jeans. I went somewhere. I went through the tunnel of love. What? Ew. How's Adam doing right now? He's passed out. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Um, well, well, then you just, you just get out of my lighthouse, mister. All of you out, even you, Peter. You don't own this lighthouse. I own this lighthouse. Oh, but I'm your boss. And I, I'm painting this lighthouse. And I have what's- No, that ain't right. I own this lighthouse. And in walks Otis Flotus. <gasps> he has a piece of paper in his hand, and it's a deed. And he says- I knew it. I finally got the proof. This here is the genuine Flotus Lighthouse. <laughs> Part of our family's history for over 200 years. What? And he sl slaps it down. Peter, is that uh, official? Peter is like, well, I am a notary. Let me go look. <laughs> uh, goes over and he's like, yes, this appears to be an authentic deed to the lighthouse. Sir, Mr. Flotus, is it? I've never seen anyone with such a gorgeous shirt. Where did you get that, Tommy Bahama? I was on vacation, but now I'm back to claim what's mine. Oh. <laughs> uh, and, and, and he's like, he, he's definitely blushing from the attention. His skin is also a light blue from all of the blueberries on his hands. <laughs> yeah, you can tell. And he's like, Battleford, you tried to take what's mine from me. You tried to threaten my family. No more. Get out of my lighthouse. That's right. That's so not right what he did. Huh. You know, my cousin always said you were a piece of shit. <laughs> Look, you can't say that. What? You can't say that. We're live. We're live right we're, now. We're shooting live. Fuck. Did you say piece of snit? Because no. we don't use language yeah, like that. You're right. My I don't know. That girl said bitch earlier. <laughs> <laughs> Being pretty selective, but I like it. Listen, my cousin said uh, you were always a piece of snitzel. 
weirdly wrapped up and tangled up tights. But you haven't seen the last of Brad Alford. And then I think at that point, let's see here. Also, I, I propose <laughs> to <laughs> to uh, Frontera, Frontella, Frontella. Uh, yeah. So you haven't seen the last of, of Brattleford, and then you just turn yeah. to Frontelescope. Frontelescope, will you make me the happiest man ever alive? After one date? Yeah. Some sometimes you just know, and I know. Oh, oh, Kevinston, I was only being with you to try to get access to this lighthouse. What? But I don't need you anymore. I have Flotus now. And she pushes you away and she walks over to Flotus and says, so you found it, Flotus? He says, I did. I told you I would. And she's like, great. Then our plans can happen. And she turns back to you, Kevinson, and is like, a fake town to make me go crazy? Really? That was your big scheme? It wasn't my scheme. I was just going along with the ride to get to him, that blueberry boy. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we were going on a ride of our own, but it was to get someone very different. Yeah? Who? Uh, We cut over to Sweet Daddy. You're in the hospital. You're waiting there. The the doctor uh, comes out and is like, I'm sorry, Mr. Escalade. doesn't look good. Your grandmother is stable for now, but she doesn't have much time left. Oh, my Lord. You think a woman could live to be 150 years old and still hang on? (laughs) Unfortunately, her time has come. Be ready with any last words you might have with her. Absolutely. Um, Sweet Daddy comes into the room, takes his hat off, puts it on the bed. Pulls out um, a little bottle of uh, fingernail polish, paints her nails, knows that uh, you always wanted to uh, look your best. And uh, I'm sorry I yelled at you, but you were being such a B-I-T-C-H at the time. And, but you love drama, and you got all the attention on my big day, which is a, what I know you ultimately wanted. And she, she, most, she kind of like comes to a little bit. It's like... Ugh. And then motions for you. She's like, I'm here. Come here. I lower myself down. Sweet daddy, you're a good boy. (laughs) You always did your best by me, but you disappointed me. Oh, even even all the way at almost very the end. Okay. It ain't your fault. Hmm? You're, You're not the oldest. What? You're not the eldest of the family. But I, but I'm... There was another one before you. Why would you name me daddy if I wasn't the first? We was trying to make up for the mistakes that we did. There's another one. And he's the rightful heir to the whole Escalade fortune. I'm sorry, sweet daddy. I hate to tell you like this. I was hoping to hold on long enough to get the wheel changed. But I don't know if I can. Well, I, I always have a... A contract in my pocket, so I pull I pull one out, and Daryl is a notary. And Daryl walks in and is like, "You needed me, sir. I need you to notify Big Mama Escalade. I need you to sign this right now." And Daryl walks over and grabs it and is looking at it and holds it out for her. And as she's going to reach her hand out, he takes it and he just rips it and he says, "I don't think that'll be necessary." 
What is wrong with you, Daryl? What have you done? You fool, you idiot, you vile, evil creature. Is that any way to talk to your older brother? Shut the <gasps> fuck up now. Oh my gosh. And Daryl Escalade is like, I need you to leave my grandmother alone. I'm about to inherit quite a lot of money and we have a lot to talk about. Guards! And the guards come in, the hospital guards come in and he's like, uh, this man is bothering my grandmother. Could you please escort him out? I will curse the day. I curse the name Escalade. All of this is because of me. I'll get you, Daryl Candle! (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and then that's where the, the soap opera Whoa. ends for the day. Wow. Oh my gosh. Oh, what Adam, happened? You woke up. <laughs> I'm sorry I passed <laughs> out for so long there. It's okay. It's pretty wholesome to me that in 2006, this soap opera that I watched with, um, you know, my housekeeper slash parental figure Dad? is too sexually explicit for a 17 year old boy. <laughs> I'm only 16. <laughs> right. Sorry. Well, I mean, I, Crashly, will you come back tomorrow and watch the next episodes with us? Duh. Please, Crashly. Yeah, duh. I said duh. duh. Oh, sorry. I'm duh still having some res- residual pass outness. No, it's okay. Yeah. Do you think that maybe I should call the nurse, actually? It might be because of your finger. Oh, my gosh. Nurse, uh. all the blood is rushing from his fingers. It was- <laughs> yeah. And Adam, which nurse do you have a crush on? Uh, it, It's... um. Her name is Jennifer Jalopy. <laughs> Jennifer Jalopy. Nurse Jalopy <laughs> walks in uh, and says, oh, is Adam having a little trouble again? I got a boo-boo. Oh, uh, oh Adam, uh, that is not attractive. Ew. You are way too old to be doing something like that, Adam. Sorry, it just really hurts. Okay, let's get you taken care of here. Uh, hun, and she's talking to Crashly. And I think I think maybe your friends are a little tired up. Let's let him, let's let him rest. Okay. Okay, yeah, they're they are. They're tired. Okay. Bye. Bye, Nurse Jalopy. Bye, Adam. Bye, Shamanda. I'll see you both tomorrow. Okay. Okay. Bye, Crashly. Bye, Crashly. Okay, bye. And it's Crashly, as you walk out, you can't help but feel a little like you're being watched. And as you walk out again, because you have the sight, you hear just a <laughs> uh from a little Ghostly seven-year-old, as you realize oh, yeah. oh. <laughs> that somebody has been invoked. Damn it. Oh. You just hear, I'm going to trick on all these hoes. Shut up, sick Bradley. Uh. <laughs> and that's where we'll end our episode for today. <laughs> oh, what have we done? <laughs> it's your fault. You summoned him. <laughs> <laughs> that Daryl uh, reveal really got me. I was that like, was really what? soapy. It was soapy. Thanks so much for listening, Monster Hunters. If you enjoyed this, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, or talk to us on social media at Mystery County. You can also join our Patreon for bonus episodes, special deliveries, and tons of other random and delightful content that we produce for, and sometimes with, you. Find the link in the episode description. Until next time, check out this One Shot Network podcast. Join host Hannah Schaffer and Evan Rowland as they redesign their first role-playing game, Questlandia. Design Doc is an experiment in public, participatory analog game design. It's fun, it's messy, and you're invited along for the ride. You can find all that and more at oneshotpodcast.com.
And you're plotting something with him? Yeah. Okay, great. Do you want to know what it is? Yeah. I mean, if you know what it is, that'd be great. I know what it is. The lighthouse, we're turning into a rocket. And we're going to be able to launch it because it's, you know, light light, lighthouses and missiles are the same shape. Mm -hmm. Okay. And he is an engineer nerd. We're going to launch it towards the moon because I know about a new government program for homesteaders that if you, if you claim property on the moon, you get to own it. So if you touch it first, you own it. Okay. So me and Jeremy are going to send this lighthouse because it's the closest thing to a rocket we can get in this one horse town. So dumb. Oh, yeah, it is. So wait, do they not believe that people have landed on the moon before? No, but the moon is big. So like, oh, let's so all anywhere. Okay, do you know how you. unstable the ground has to be under a lighthouse that's near the water? Like, Yeah. It's honestly kind of bad. It's. No, it's going to work. <laughs> We've been digging. We've been digging. Digging. So, there's a silo. There's a silo <laughs> under there. Don't worry about it. In the universe of Star Wall Odyssey, space is made out of the collective imaginations of all the thinking beings who live on various planets. These worlds are connected to each other through imagination. Common themes and ideas are strings between universes. And to get between them, people fly wooden ships that look like animals, which are powered by emotions. Also, people communicate with each other by contemplating orbs. The only way you can take pictures is getting stared at by a big psychic bug. And people have already declared victory in a war over the very concept of evil. But I'm getting ahead of myself. Starwall Odyssey follows the adventures of the hapless inhabitants of the Lucky Finn Tenement Building, who suddenly find that their apartment is actually a spaceship, and that they're lost in a sea of boundless imagination. It's an actual play starring me, James D'Amato, Mel D'Amato, Ali Grauer, and Drew Merzieski, as we playtest the No King system, which will hopefully one day be the Skyjacks role-playing system. It toes the line between weird and wonderful slice of life and high-flying space fantasy. You can sample the first five episodes by searching for Starwall Odyssey on your favorite podcast app, or get the whole thing by heading to patreon.com slash one-shot podcast and signing up for $5 a month or more.